We're learning Chelek Tazvav, Parshas Vayishlach Sicha Beis. So one of the, um, you know, one of the beauties of Project Lekatasichas that you learn in order, you mamish, you know, you follow and you bump into every theme. So one of the themes that you keep seeing um, when you learn in order is that the Rebbe, one of the things the Rebbe always does is that if there's many parishim on one pasuk, they need to have a common theme. There has to be something underlying. And what's really, truly amazing is that in this sicha, again, the Rebbe takes two Hiroshim and a Pasuk, which seemingly looks not only different and not connected, but they're opposites. And the Rebbe so beautifully shows us how these two themes are really underlying and sharing a very common theme. So let's see. In this week's parsha, it says in the Pasuk, Katainti Mikola Hasadim. Um, Yaakov is humbled, he's small from all the kindness that Hashem did. Gaimer, kibim makli, because with my stick of artis hayardin hazeh, I passed this yardin. Viato hayisi, and now Gaimer, now Yaakov is saying, I'm two camps. So there's two opposite contradictory perushim at first glance. So one perush is the perush of Pashat, um, which is the simple pshat that Yaakov only crossed the yardin with. With, he was in, so impoverished, so in poverty. The only thing he had was a stick. And now, look, after spending all those years by Lavan, he's coming back, he has two camps, so much possessions, etc. So it's the real contrast. Kibimakli is bringing out the extreme poverty that Yaakov had. And then the end of the Pasuk, and now he has two camps. That's one parish. The second parish, Kibimakli, is brought in the Medrash, and it explains, Kibimakli of Artis Ayardin Hazeh, that Yaakov Avinu put his stick on the yardin, and the yardin split. The greatest of miracles. So Kibimakli is not poverty, it's the greatest spiritual level and value. So these Purushim are completely the opposite. Does Kibimakli stress the extreme poverty of Yaakov, or Kibimakli stressing the greatest spiritual miracles? I mean, what like the better says, how great Yaakov was, that he's equal to Maish Rabbeinu and the 600,000 Yidin. That's how great Yaakov was, that the yardin split for him as, it, as the Yamsuf split for Maish Rabbeinu and all the Yidin. So here you have two Purushim on one Pasuk. What does Kibimakli mean? Is it contrasting how far Yaakov came from the greatest poverty to the greatest of wealth? Or is Kibimakli itself such a great miracle? Now, to understand this, there's a famous letter that the Alter Rebbe wrote when he left Petroburg, um, when he was freed from prison, and it starts Kotainti. And in that letter, the Alter Rebbe kind of brings out from Yaakov, you know, all the great miracles, and Yaakov was so humbled, and similarly, the Alter Rebbe thanking Hashem for all the miracles that he did. And then, as the proof to this idea of Yaakov, um, how humbled he was by all the miracles, um, the Alter Rebbe brings the Pasuk, Ki B'makli Gaimer. doesn't add any other words. And the Rebbe's question is, why doesn't the Alter Rebbe add one more word, Kibimakli, Avarti? Like, why just Kibimakli? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, the, wouldn't the Alter Rebbe want to include more words? And even the word that the Alter Rebbe uses is Kibimakli and Chulu, not even Vichulu. When, and the difference between Chulu and Vichulu is, Vichulu means, like, I'm bringing short the Pasuk, but the rest is relevant. Chulu means there's more to the Pasuk, but it's not relevant. So even the words, that, even the way the Alter Rebbe writes it, it's Kibimakli, it sounds like Kibimakli is one of the greatest kindnesses that would bring out such a humbleness by Yaakov. And the question is, what is it in Kibimakli? So the Tzemach Tzedek says that the word Kibimakli, he, um, he brings down from the Shalah, is actually a Rosh for two ideas. 
One idea is Baruch Kvayd Hashem Im Kaimai. The first four letters of Kibamakli are Baruch Kvayd Hashem Im Kaimai. And the last three letters are Lishu Aska Kivisi Hashem. And the Zemach Tzedek says that these two ideas that the Shalat talks about are actually the same idea as the Alt Rebbe says in Torah Er. Mishpat Utsdaka Biyakevatasisa. That in Yaakov there's two levels. There's Mishpat Utsdaka. Now, if you think about it, Mishpat um, Utsdaka are actually quite opposite. Mishpat means that you deserve something. It's mishpat. It's 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 a judgment. It's something that you can demand because you deserve it from from a din from that. It's something you're deserving. Tzedakah means you don't deserve it, and you're just asking out of you know the kindness. So kind of let's relate it to Hashem. If someone would come to Hashem with mishpat, means that they have like a tainat Hashem. They deserve something. Please give me because I deserve it. Um, tzedakah would be I, I'm not deserving, but please have mercy on me and just give me anyways. So the question is, it says by Yaakov, Mishpat Utzdaka. There was Mishpat and Tzedakah. How do you have these two contradictory themes in one? How do you have Mishpat and Tzedakah? And the explanation, the Rebbe kind of leads up and, you know, adds layers, adds questions until the Rebbe gets to this final idea that, that there's, 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 there's two ways of coming to Hashem with an approach of Tzedakah. There's one approach where you taka don't have anything. You have no choice. You're down and under, and you completely are left without any resources. And the only thing you can ask, because of who you are, because of your current situation that is so low, the only thing you can ask is tzedakah. But then there's another level of tzedakah. The second level of tzedakah is a person who really, really is on a very, very high spiritual level. And from that high spiritual level, they can actually, they can actually ask Hashem with mishpat. They can actually come to Hashem with katayna that I deserve to be helped, saved, whatever the person's asking for, because of all my prior good actions. And that person kind of is so nullified and is so not about themselves that, they, that they're so not into themselves and they're so, um, at their very essence, so nullified and they, that they choose not to go to Hashem with mishpat, um, and they then go and choose to say, you know, I'm so unworthy, Hashem, please give me. That's a very, very different tzedakah. So you can have two people asking for tzedakah. One person is asking tzedakah because they're so aware of their current situation, how low they are, that they have nothing else with which to approach Hashem. Then there's another person who truly has a lot to go to Hashem with. But because they're so nullified, because they feel so nullified and bittle and to their very core, they don't feel that they really have anything to go to Hashem with. Not because they really don't. Really, they have mishpat. But they go to tzedakah because they're so not involved with themselves. So, and that's what the Pazik says, mishpat to tzedakah Yaakov. Yaakov had mishpat. Yaakov could have gone to Hashem with mishpat. But he was so bottled, so nullified, that he went and he felt that he wasn't, he was insignificant in the eyes of Hashem. And everything he did wasn't worthy. And maybe he's missing something. And in his way Hashem, he's lacking because he was so not involved with, you know, analyzing himself. He was so not, it wasn't anything about himself. He wasn't really um, thinking, you know, am I good, am I bad? It was all about serving Hashem. He was so beyond his own existence and so nullified to his very, very core that he chose to go to Tzedakah. And that reaches the greatest of heights. So that's the difference between these two psukim, Lishu Aschak Kivisi Hashem and Baruch Kved Hashem Imkaimai. Lishu Aschak Kivisi Hashem means that you have nothing. Your only hope is Hashem. You truly have nothing. That's one level. And that's tzedakah. That's not really going beyond your existence. You, you're, you're going to Hashem because you're so aware of your poor existence and how low you are that your only thing is to turn to Hashem. So it's not that you're, 
you're you're nullified. You're nullified because of because of your situation that you're in. So it's it's really you're so aware of your situation. You're so aware of where you are that you're so broken, and therefore the only address is turn to Hashem for tzedakah. That's Lishuaschal Kivisi Hashem. But then there's Baruch Veid Hashem Im Kaimai, which means that you actually reach the very very core, the Makim of Hashem. How do you get there when someone really really truly does have what to go to Hashem and kind of, so to speak, demand of Hashem that Hashem to give him all that he deserves. But that person is so nullified and so butthole that they choose not to, or not choose not to, um, but they don't go in that approach and they choose the tzedakah approach. That reaches the highest of levels. That reaches beyond limitations and they reach the infinite part of Hashem, which obviously um, also brings infinite brachas. So, when we turn back to Yaakov Avinu and we think about this, and we think about this, when a person is on the highest of levels, what does that mean? That means that this person is so close to Hashem. This person has reached such great heights that they're so near and close to Hashem. Now what happens when a person reaches the greatest of heights? When a person reaches the greatest of heights, they become so much more aware of the greatness of Hashem. And the more and the greater awareness you have of Hashem, the more a person realizes how insignificant and humble and nullified they truly are. So let's think now back to our two Purushim that we said on one hand, Yaakov was Kibimakli, he had nothing, only a stick. And then the other parish, which was Yaakov, had everything. He was able to put a stick and cross the yard in. Now we can understand how they both go together. On one hand, Yaakov was so humble. That means really he had mishpat, really he was able to approach Hashem with the way of mishpat, that he was the greatest of the great, he reached the greatest of heights. But because he was so great and so high, he was also at the very core so nullified, because he realized how insignificant uh, Nivra, even a great tzaddik, is in relation to Hashem. The closer you are, the more humble you are. And that brought him to the greatest of Katainti and despite the great spiritual level, that he was able to cross the Yarden with his stick, and, the stick and, the, and it split. Nonetheless, he was so humble, and he felt that o- what only thing that he had was Kiva Makli. So you see two opposite Hiroshim, and the Rebbe explains how you can have, how they can really go hand in hand and be one and the same level. Because you are so great spiritually, you realize your insignificance, you realize how humble you are, and that ultimately is what really brings to the Hatzileni, that brings to the greatest the greatest of success, which is the what Yaakov was davening for, that Hashem should save him from the danger, the imminent danger that he was in. So the greater you are, the more humble you are. And that's the two Purushim of, and that's how these two Purushim fit so beautifully together. And the lesson for us, for Yidin is, every Yid's a B'nai Malachim, every Yid's a son of, every Yid's a prince. Every Yid can demand from Hashem as a story of the as it's through, as a as it brings down from Nebuchadnezzar, that Nebuchadnezzar took three steps towards Hashem, and because of that, he was he was rewarded with three generations of kingship. Dom, he, he dominated for three generations because of three steps that he took. And there's not one Yid who didn't take three steps towards Hashem in uh, in different ways, and therefore a Yid, as the name Lachim, deserves deserves the most. However, when a Yid chooses to leave Mishpat and humbles themselves, and realizes that despite everything they did, how insignificant they are, that's when we get this kayach, that's the kayach of Yaakov, my Savisim Labanim, who teaches us that when you go with the spirit of humbleness and you realize our insignificance, despite all our great accomplishments, and we may have done many great things, but nonetheless, we come in an even from tzedakah because we realize how humble and how low we are, that is what brings the ultimate and greatest of brachas, which are bleach share unlimited, 
And we also find this, going back to the Alter Rebbe's letter, we find this also in the Alter Rebbe, in the Alter Rebbe's life. The Alter Rebbe, he was Meisr Nefesh. He gave away everything to spread Chassidus. He could have gone when he was in prison, he could have gone to Hashem with a demand, with a taina. Nonetheless, what do we see in all the Alter Rebbe's letters? How he says, Hifli Hashem, Chazde Hashem did such great kindness to him, as, like as if he didn't deserve anything. Hashem did such great kindness to him. Because the approach was again, like Yaakov Avinu, Tzadikim. The approach is that there's Mishpat, but they, because of their because of their kotainti, because of their humbleness and their closeness to Kaddish Baruch Hu, it brings out by them the idea of tzedakah, and that's the lesson for us. Many times we feel, as great as we are, that we're deserving of certain things, but the right approach is mishpat utzedakah, despite our mishpat, that we approach and realize that it's really, you know, how much we gain. Um, I mean, it takes us in many, many different ways. What exactly brings a yid to the feeling of tzedakah, whether it's we realize the chasadim that the Yibshur does for us, much more than we ever do this, uh, um, do for Hashem, or in other ways, just a sense of bittal, how insignificant we are, etc. But when we go with the approach, we leave the mishpat, even though we're b'nei b'lachim, and we approach Hashem with tzedakah, that is ultimately what brings us the ultimate of brachas, as we see by Yaakov, and as we see in the story of Yotas Kislev. Thank you so much for listening.